Yeah. <laughs> that's my look. For, that's look. I don't know if this is going to make it to the podcast, that's but the for Rachel. those who are listening, I made a really <laughs> funny face. And if you want to see those faces, you should just go to the podcast Facebook page so that you can watch me make weird faces. Yes. And I do it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? <sighs> not much. I mean, a lot, but not much. I'm just, you know, I'm here. <laughs> that was a really big sigh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's happening? So I have this problem where I forget to breathe sometimes. (laughs) Um, And if I'm if I'm focused on something, and then I just like (gasps) (laughs) it's probably some condition that I'm not quite. Should you be wearing like a sleep apnea thing all the time (laughs) during the day too? Just walking around with like a mask. I think that would just be an oxygen tank. Yeah, I might need an oxygen tank. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, if I do, I'll get like a Bane mask from Batman and just, oh, or Darth Vader, Darth Vader mask and just wear that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Scare the kid. Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business and have fun doing it. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Driscoll. And I am your other host, John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way into the sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. One day the stars aligned and we became friends. We both agreed the industry was a hard one to be in and having friendships with each other was the very best way to not feel alone in this amazing but sometimes really hard work that we do. So we, loving to hang out with others who understand our journeys, started a monthly happy hour for local photographers. Then, realizing we could create an even larger community, decided to join forces and teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the light and dark workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we realized that we would have the ability to have a greater impact by hosting a podcast. And here we are today. So if you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee or a Red Bull and buckle up because it's, it's about, about to get, get real. Um, right. But yeah, should we go ahead and start this podcast thing? I feel like we should. All right, let's start it. All right. Cool. I'll let you go first. All right. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we're here. We don't really start anything. It's been recording the whole time. That's true. Uh, But we are here. We're talking about calls to action today, um, what they are, how to use them, where to put them. Let's just dive in. We're just going to dive into it. Yeah. So if you don't know what a call to action is or a CTA as uh, the professionals call it. and I Do they? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, cause I was at a conference once and they were like, you know, you should have a CTA on every page. And I was like, I don't know what a CTA is, but I'm writing this note. And then later they called it a call to action. I was like, Oh, CTA. Got it. Acronyms. Fun. Uh, yeah. so okay. there's right. an acronym for you. CTA. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a call to action. Um, it is something that you put either on your website or really anywhere that um, encourages the user, reader, viewer, whatever to take an action. Take an action. Yeah. It's a call 
to take an action. So like examples for like social media would be head to the link in my profile to mm-hmm. check out the blog or or swipe up. Mm-hmm. If you're if you have ten thousand or if more you're followers, there yeah. don't, um, don't worry, we're not either. No. Um, or like John did a really great call to action the other day where he oh, asked about movies. Oh yeah, yeah. You got a lot of responses. I on did there. get a lot of responses on that. A, a lot of um, confused people. How can how I? Can I do this? Yeah. Tell you mm-hmm. one, which I tried to. But you know what? I was thinking about that, and I was like, that was actually kind of genius because you got a lot of us talking. Mm-hmm. And like doing multiple comments, right? So yeah. it was actually very smart. I, to you. I, I don't know if you couple, meant to or not. I had a couple more comments today of people like, "Oh yeah, and I did, and this one too." I yeah. did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I or, or was it last night? I don't know. But no, it was today. It was today. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they that was don't a great have call to action, the, but... the call to action does not have to be come buy my stuff that I'm trying to make money. Correct. It could just be not like hey. your website. What's an example on a website? Uh, example on a website would be learn more or read more. Yeah, there, there's a bunch. I mean, I was kind of trying like, to go through my website right now. Yeah, my on head. my like family page, because I don't, you know, my main gig is weddings, obviously. And on my family mm-hmm. page, I have like a small page that says like, here's family sessions and here's how you can book, blah, blah, blah. But I also have a deal that like... Hardly anybody takes me up on, um, <laughs> which is, uh, it's called, I, I call it my family plan, which is a family session broken up into several payments. And so you can sign up at the beginning of the year and plan for yourself. You don't have to like book the date or anything, but mm-hmm. if you start the plan, then you pay it off. And once you get it paid off, then you can schedule a session, um, for any time. So like nice. it, I've had a couple of my, you know, clients that I've had forever that'll do that every year where they just pay off their session throughout the year. And then, you know, you're ready for your fall session. You're and you know, so, um, so is that it has the same a, price as a normal. It actually session? gives them a little bit of a discount. Too. I was going to ask. Yeah, mm-hmm, it okay. does. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so it has on my family page, it has like a call to action of like, Hey, if you want to find out about my family plans, click here. So that would be nice. a call to action. Tell yeah. somebody to do something mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And you want to be like super clear about what they're doing and what the action that you want them to do. Uh, cause I actually got a good, uh, critique, uh, on my website cause I had a call to action that was just like, um, <clears throat> I don't even remember what I put now. Um, but it was like, uh, let's chat or, um, or no, I, I had one that said, uh, follow me. And then it was like, follow no me explanation. where, cause it was, uh, I think it was like, if you're, if you're interested in, uh, planning an elopement or adventure session, follow me. And the follow me was the, the link to take them to another page, oh. but it was not that clear. When yeah, I was writing it, it I was like, oh yeah, follow me, because adventure, and we're going places, mm-hmm. and this will be fun. And then when I got the critique, I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why did I do that? <laughs> uh, so now, hopefully I've changed that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, by the time this <laughs> this comes out on iTunes, I will have changed that on my own website. Uh, I should probably make a note. Uh, but... 
that is not a very clear call to action. Yeah. And you know, a great thing that John actually told me about recently that has kind of helped me look at my website and realize some things that are like some calls to action, some places yeah. that are not working for me is Hotjar. Yes. It's a heat map. It's crazy for your website and you can literally watch like there's videos they'll do like it, it it records when people get on your website and shows like where they click and all that good stuff and so mm. and then you can super see. not sketchy i know it kind of sounds know. sketchy because it's recording what they're but doing but it's not it doesn't but, tell you who it is yeah. or anything like that it it'll just tell shows... you what country they're in yeah. Oh yeah, um, but the that's in. about it. Yeah, it doesn't like capture. No. Their name. It doesn't capture like. No, but who... I put it on, and the other day uh. I was watching several of them to kind of see like the actions that people take when they get on my website, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to change a few things because that's obviously confusing people right there. So. I... I updated my website this morning because I did the same thing with Hotjar and just I was looking through a couple of them that they spent like a minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, which is a pretty good amount of time, but I wanted to see where they were going. Yeah. And they only scrolled down just a little bit. And also another thing that Hotjar shows you oh, is yeah. like the percentage of people who will scroll past a certain point. Yeah. The heat uh, map. So it's like a it, static yeah. like heat map on your website. And it your shows like where they website. click. Yeah. And where they, you know, uh, tap on their phones. Right. It's really very interesting. It's free also. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a link to this in the show notes. Um, and then we'll a, also yeah, post That's a great tool Facebook to group. check to see if your calls, like if your call to actions or, you know, all mm-hmm. the things on your website are working properly and, and are not confusing. Because, you know, they always say like, have like, you know, your grandma, or your mom go through your website to see yeah. if they understand how to use it and not somebody who like tech savvy kind of thing so this is like an easy way of like you don't have to ask anybody you can just see you can see that on random people who go and these are your ideal people because they're going to your website so they obviously wanted to find out about you Mm -hmm. and are interested in what you're what you have to give sell whatever um so those are it's it's a really great tool so recommend getting that on there pretty quick. And what I found out by looking at these was that my, so the way I have my, or had my website structured was like the hero image with all the menu and stuff up top. Then they scroll down a little bit and then it's an intro about me. Uh And then down a little bit further was my resources that have a couple free guides and things that they can download and a call to action for them to go to my contact page. But 50% of the people weren't getting down to the resources. They would stop and they would look and read about me, which is great. I want them to know who I am, but I would rather them contact me. Yeah. So I swapped those and I just did that this morning. So I haven't actually, haven't looked at anyone who's been, yeah, next week I will, I'll, uh, I'll see how that's working and hopefully I'll get some new. Uh, some new contacts and more people clicking on those resources and actually yeah. I've noticed today that I've been uh, there's more people than normal who are uh, signing up for different resources oh. and stuff because cool. I asked for their email and it yeah. uh, adds them to my MailChimp automatically which is great but that's uh, that's another call to action is having like a free resource or something mm-hmm. And you can just say, hey, grab your free guide or, you know, download for free or something like that where they can click on it. Your 
making them or asking them, whatever, you're calling them to take an action to download this guide and then for sure ask for their name and email. Yeah. Um, because unless you just want to give away stuff for free and not get anything back, uh, which I'm okay with that, but I definitely want to have them on my email uh, funnel later. Um, but anyway, that's for another episode. Yep. Going yeah. into all that. Um, but let's talk about what a good call to action looks like. Because I gave you an example of a bad one uh, from my old, how my website used to read. So you want to have an action word because mm-hmm. um, you're calling them to like read more or, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, reserve your date or get a quote or see if your date is available or something like that. Contact now. Contact now. Yeah. Call me something like I have, I have one that says, um, let's schedule a chat and it takes them over to my Calendly and mm-hmm. they can just with two more clicks, they can schedule some time uh, to set up a, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, whatever uh, that we can chat. And sometimes I don't even know who these people are because they go straight from my website and not through a contact, uh, which is fun. Uh, I get that info later, but you want to have a good action word. Um, Some good, uh, some good calls to action are uh, like, if you can, create a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know some people, it's becoming a thing where you have a banner on the top of your website that yeah. shows like only three more weddings available or three more wedding dates available in 2020 or, you know, halfway booked for 2021 or something like that. And that's causing a sense of urgency because if, if they're interested in you and they want to book you um, and that's true and you're not just Throwing right. up like, oh yeah, I've got I only have three booked for 2020, but I'm gonna say that I, right, <laughs> I only yeah. have three left so that people will actually book. You you don't want to just fabricate that, but um, but that sense of urgency um, causes them to want to click on it. Yeah, um, like even like uh, see if your date is available. It's like oh okay, my date might not be available. I should click on this and contact them absolutely, or get a quote now or something like that. Yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Well, and as far as social media, like we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. um, I think that the majority of your posts should have some sort of call to action on them. It doesn't have to be every post because we all know that there are days where we just need to put a post out Mm -hmm. and we're just like, Oh, aren't they pretty? Um, yeah, you know. I posted a post last week with just one word caption. <laughs> hey, um, sometimes that's what you got to do yeah. to get the stuff out. That's fine. It's it fine. still made sense. Totally. It's good. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But uh, normally you should have some sort of call to action to, and, and that doesn't mean that every time you post that people are actually going to do the call to action. I think uh, mm-hmm. people start adding call to actions and then when they see that people aren't doing them, they get discouraged and they think, oh, well, it's pointless. I'm just going to stop doing it. So let me encourage you that um, people are creatures of habit. And when they are used to not having to do anything but scrolling on your page, when they see a post of yours, they just are used to like a sweet little, you know, tidbit about, silence my hubs, I'll tell him, I'm going to talk to him later. (laughs) Um, 
Give me two seconds. Okay. I'll continue with this. Uh, yeah. If they're just used to, I mean, Instagram is mostly just scrolling, double tapping, scroll, double tap, maybe, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Um, but if they're used to just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, then they may not stop and read a really long caption, or they may not get to the point where you're putting the call to action. Right. So, so anyways, um, if, if your um, audience is not used to seeing you ask the, asking them to do something, then they are not going to automatically start doing that thing. You need to start training them. And we know training takes a little time. And especially with people who are used to just kind of mindlessly scrolling. Mm -hmm. So, um, keep doing it. <clears throat> the majority of your posts, put a call to action, keep on at it. And even once people start to respond, they still might not respond to every single call to action, but just keep yeah. pushing it. Um, because it helps your, when they do respond, it's going to really help, um, your, uh, the algorithm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to help boost your engagement because yes, Instagram engagement. will see people are actually commenting on this. Maybe I'll put this in the explore tab for other people. Yes. Um, and, you know, they want to talk about yes. what movies they like. And also, um, I really would encourage you to be intentional about um, responding to calls to action from other people um, because that mm. helps build each other up. And that person that you've responded to may then be like, oh, I need to respond to them also. And then you start helping each other out by responding, you know, and, and getting that engagement, um, with your clients, even like, I don't, I don't know how you guys run things, but I personally try to follow all of my clients on social media. If they allow it, I ask permission first. Um, and just, <clears throat> I ask them if they want to follow me, if they follow me, I tell them that I'm going to assume that that means that they've given me permission to follow them and I'll request. Um, and I try to comment on all of my clients things. You know, if my one of my brides gets her dress and she's got a picture of the I said yes to the dress thing, I comment and am like, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to see you in this dress, you know, whatever. Um, and that in turn, I feel like um, encourages my clients to want to respond when I post as well. Not always, but um, but those are really the ones that you want to engage with, especially mm -hmm. if, you know, whoever you're target person is for your social media that that's who you're wanting to respond and engage with your yeah. social media so it builds that relationship and that communication so then whenever they do see a call to action on yours they're like oh well i'm gonna answer this yeah and because i think i had maybe one of my couples uh comment on mine it was mostly other photographers um because we kind of have that mindset of oh i I see a call to action, I should go ahead and take action uh, because you're also, you know, they're all doing the same thing on their posts and, you know, I've probably taken that action on their posts before. So building that communication with them causes them to want to answer your call to action. And, uh, and then also in your stories too, yes. saying, you know, Hey, I mean, you just, uh, you just wrote a, posted a blog today, right? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then being like, Hey, 
I just finished the blog. It's up on the site. Yep. Link in my bio. Go check it out. Here's a couple sneak peek images. Don't you want to see more? Exactly. Go on over here. Yep. Uh, yeah, and and that I mean those types of things like when you are uh, when you have special things like that when you have blogged like post it and ask people mm-hmm. to go look at it. Um, that's an easy call to action and. People who are your clients will more than likely be the ones to go look because they're wanting to see like, oh, what's it going to be like if I was their client, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I posted a call to action uh, a couple weeks ago um, where I I have a page on my website that is just travel dates and it's just places that I'm going either for shoots or conferences or workshops or something or it's just a family trip and I'm like, I'm just going to throw it in there anyway because we're going to be in Kansas and maybe someone's in Kansas and they want to do a photo shoot and I can, you know, slip away for a couple hours and do that. So I put all my travel dates on a page and I had it linked in my uh, Instagram bio. I just said, Hey, these are some places I'm going to be, uh, throughout the rest of the year. If you're around any of these places, go check this out. And we had, uh, one of our, um, past workshop attendees, go in there and then she was like you're gonna be in marfa i've always wanted to go you should host a workshop there and now we're hosting a workshop in marfa yeah yeah may so um it was a call to action she answered the call to action and then created (laughs) an idea that we ran with and uh i mean maybe that was a week ago i feel like that was very quick of us just like turning around and doing this whole marfa thing but but there was a call to action. I didn't have the whole swipe up feature or anything. You don't need that right now. No, you don't. I mean, if you can, I would suggest getting either Linktree or creating a Linktree type page on your website. That is much better than Linktree because then you get the traffic. Yes. It'll boost your SEO. You can add a Facebook pixel onto your Linktree page. You can add a Facebook pixel. So then you're capturing all their Facebook information and then you can retarget with them with ads if you want to. Um, So we talked about a few different kinds of... Oh, I have uh, one more thing to say oh, yeah, about... Go, go. Um, okay, so also, I was saying, like, it, I was go- encouraging you to, to um, respond to people's call to action. Um, mm-hmm. This is a really great way to network also. So when you see vendors that you want to work with, if, I'm speaking mostly to wedding photographers because that's what I am. Um, when you see vendors posting, regardless of whether it's your picture or not, post on there like tell them how pretty it is tell them like respond also to the actual content not just like oh that's a pretty picture if they Mm. have written something about the content actually respond with the content but that will then in turn um create just this the buzz about you being social and they will want to be social with you in return as well and you'll start becoming a familiar face a familiar name that can mm-hmm. lead to things so um you that know. can also lead to potential clients who have either booked mm-hmm. with this vendor or they're looking at this vendor mm-hmm. and then they see you commenting see on there like yep. oh, let me go check out them and then they're over at your site and then they're answering your call to actions and then they're filling out a contact form and y'all are new besties um, but another type of, um, like wording that you can use for, uh, 
for call to actions is uh, kind of like a low risk entry type wording, like um, like get a free quote. Because uh, I, I realized oh, yeah. I'm, I'm running a giveaway right now and I've had a few people message me and they're like, yeah, I'm interested in entering for this giveaway, but... Um, but do I have to book my wedding with you first? And I was like, no, well, of course. Why, why would, and like, there's, it's just not super clear. So, uh, taking down that ad and I'm putting up a new one. Uh, but, uh, and that kind of goes back to being clear with what the intentions of the, the action that you're wanting them to, to do is, yeah. uh, which mine was, entering this giveaway not book with me and then enter and it was a little confusing so uh which i, I kind of revamped a little bit no biggie little revamping um but if you do something like um enter or uh you know uh, request a free quote mm. or get your free guide or something like that that shows them oh I, there's not a bunch of like there's not a high risk I don't have to yeah. go give them all of my information about my wedding just to get a quote um, or I don't have to book with them in order to hear about whatever this thing is yeah um, so that low risk will help ease a lot more people in who are a little skeptical of you know I don't know what I should do um and then also wording it where you have like the word you or me or something in that. Um, I think it said like people are 90% more likely to click on it if it says like, uh, like give me a free quote. Because mm, yeah. they identify with they it identify and they're like, it, oh, yeah. give me, yeah, I do want them to give me a free quote instead of just like free quote. Yeah. Uh, so having something like that that kind of pulls them in a little bit and brings them, uh, kind of starts a little bit of a relationship with them. Yeah. Of, you know, oh, they're going to be giving me something. Me. Oh, I can see myself as me. And then they click. And boom. And boom. Then you're booked solid for the year. Totally. <laughs> Hey y'all, quick break to share with you one of our sponsors and someone that I use every single week, and that is ShipStation. They are a web-based shipping app that makes shipping your products and prints super easy. If you have an online store, you can integrate ShipStation with your e-commerce site, and then it'll automatically create your shipping labels as soon as someone makes a purchase, saving you time and money and reducing room for human error because, you know, I've filled out those wrong addresses before. And if you're like me and you don't have an e-commerce site, but you still ship prints and welcome packages and albums to your clients pretty regularly, you can create and print shipping labels on your own without having to go to the post office and take it from a father of two toddlers. That sounds amazing. You also get a free stamps.com account with your subscription, which just between us, don't tell stamps.com, your ship station membership is actually less expensive than stamps.com is for every month. So you're kind of getting a pretty good deal there. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash shipstation to get your free one month trial 
If you like it, you can sign up for as low as $9 a month, and that includes up to 50 shipments and branded labeling and packaging slips. So check out ShipStation at lightdarkco.com slash ShipStation and make ship happen. All right. I don't know. Do you have anything else? I feel like... Um, I have a couple words that you shouldn't use. Okay. Um, don't use the word buy. Buy like bye bye. <laughs> like bye bye. Bye bye. See ya. Uh, yeah. Don't don't say see you later. Um, don't use words like buy or purchase now or something like that. Buy. Buy. Okay. B-U-Y. 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 What? Yes. It sounded like you said B-Y. And I was like, I think you mean B-U-Y. Yep, yep. Okay. Got me thinking for a second. I was like, so don't use buy now. Don't. Yeah, don't use buy now. Okay, what's the, what's the, yeah, why? Uh, because people are, uh, more hesitant if it's like, oh, I have to buy. Yeah, um, I can see that. And they have to think about it. Yeah. But instead, you could do, like, let's do this. And then they're like, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah, this will be fun. All right, yeah, I will go ahead and buy. Here's my credit card information. Um, instead of, like, purchase now, buy this thing, book now, okay. something like that. Ooh, um, so using, still using those action words. Okay. Um, but not... Uh, I oh, know, not words that are a little bit more repelling. Uh, repelling, yeah, or cause them to think before they click. You okay. just want them to. You just want to, them to do. You want it to be a smooth, like, oh yeah, let's do this. I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. Yeah. Um, or let's chat instead of like request quote. something. Request a quote from me now. Uh, <laughs> Something like that, um, which that might work. I don't know. Um, also, you could add like if you have on your website or even on social media, you could if you have uh, some expertise in your area, um, in your industry, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure you do. I mean, if you're in the industry, you at least have some sort of expertise. Um, you can list that and just be like, "Hey, I've been like." this many years in the business done this many weddings um let's do this or something like that just a little bit little reassurance of they know what they're doing yeah i should do this yeah instead of i don't know is this their fifth wedding i mean they have a bunch of photos but are those all styled shoots Mm. because brides know that photographers do style shoots now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it used to shoots not used be a to, thing. Yeah, it used to be like just an industry thing that no one really knew about. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's like, oh, because I've had brides ask me during consultations, like, is this a real wedding? I'm like, yes. Yeah, that was actually at their wedding. Uh, and then other ones where I'm like, oh, no, that was actually, that was a style shoot. But it was really cool. And I know the vendors, and you could do that for your wedding, and I will take a photo just like that. <laughs> Locations. Locations? Yeah. Like on your website or? Locations on your website? On like where where is good, uh, where's a good place to put call to actions? Okay. Um <clears throat> One of the best places is the top right corner of your website. Oh. Yeah. Which is why uh, most sites like, uh, like you know, Target or 
Amazon or whatever, they have the little cart. At the your, top right. At the top right. Because your eyes... Drawn there. They're, they're drawn there. You're reading the the top, the menu items, whatever it is, and then you get over to the top right corner. Um, and most of the times your your eyes will go to the top right corner before going down. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there's just like a really eye-catching something in the middle, uh, which is the second best place to put it. Um, okay. But if you have it up in the top right corner of your screen, then, um, and it says like request free quote now um then if they're already interested then they're like oh well that's what i came here to do and they'll go ahead and click on it mm-hmm. that's uh, what i mean because that's what was hanging people up was where where to go, where to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know who said it or where the kind of rule came from but you want anyone to get anywhere that they want to on your website within two clicks mm-hmm. okay. so if they're wanting to get to your contact form you should have a call to action that goes like straight there. Yeah. If they're wanting to get to your about me or if they're wanting to get to wherever, they should be able to get there within two clicks that of makes your homepage. Sense. Uh, not including like your menu menu items and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but. I think the cleaners might be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on. We're getting ready to wrap it up anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so top right corner of your web page is a great place um, for a call to action, uh, which could just be let's chat or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Simple. Um, and then the bottom center of the front page, whatever loads the bottom center is another good spot. Okay. Because after your, your eye scans the top, it goes down to down the bottom, to the bottom. center. So that's another good place. Um then you should have a call to action after like every section of your web page. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So like if you have a lot of a lot of home pages now are like those scrolling home pages mm-hmm. where you'll have your little like mini about me. Right. And then have a call to action, read more. Read more. Uh-huh. And that's call to action. It takes them over to your about me page and then it has everything on there um and then you could have your uh your gallery and maybe a couple photos there that will take them to different galleries of like there's a gallery of a full wedding and then you can have a call to action that just says see gallery something simple it doesn't have to be you don't have to spend a lot of time figuring out what to say it could just be see gallery and then they know oh when i click this i'm gonna see this gallery I like this one photo that they showed. I'm going to go look at 50. Um, and then, you know, just kind of having some sort of call to action, some button, some link for them to press at the end of every section. That way you're guiding them where you want them to go. Yeah. Because the worst thing that you want is people, which kind of goes back to Hotjar, which is why we have Hotjar on our website so that we can see where people are going and if they're getting caught on places and like oh i don't know where to go from now um which is why at the end uh like the bottom of every web page you should have some call it sounds like we're recording the people actually it doesn't show the people it literally just shows like a mouse like hovering over things just right just to verify yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it does not turn on their webcam 
to and you can see them. them you know. uh, but no, it just records their screen. Yeah. Uh, so we're seeing their screen. Um, and like a heat, like line, like where their like mouse is going or mm-hmm. where their finger is going if they're scrolling kind of right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I deleted a few photos that I had that were just like extra photos on my homepage because I saw so many people were clicking on them to go to another gallery because on the the top of my website I have three sample galleries Mm -hmm. for them to check and then I had three photos at the bottom and they were like like, oh I want to see this gallery and then (laughs) there were like more people clicking on those at the bottom so maybe I should do galleries of those (laughs) instead of the ones that I currently have Um, but it's stuff like that that very insightful. It's super insightful. Yeah. Um, but when um, when you ask your mom or best friend or hot jar to go through your website, um, and you can see where people are getting confused, where they don't know where to go next. Put a call to action, even if it's just um, you know uh, request a quote or something like that yeah. that is not really leading them to another web page or anything or maybe to your contact form but not like and now go check out the blog and now go over here and look at these destination photos and now more about me um, you want to guide them through your website with all the different calls to action totally yeah that's about it okay yeah well, actually, you know what? There's another one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, which I think I think you have this on your website. Oh. I don't yet. What? What is it? Pop-ups. Pop-up window. Sometimes I do. Uh, actually, no. Yeah, I do. Uh, for I think my... I've, I've been hit with the pop-up before on Maybe yours. for my newsletter? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have it set up with MailChimp. So, like, you can mm-hmm. create a pop-up with MailChimp. Um, and it also... I have it set to where it won't do it for, um, like, repeats. someone... Repeats. yeah. And it it doesn't do it, like, as soon as you get on the website, it, like, takes a few seconds and then yeah. does it. And, yeah. um, and so... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really easy to install. I installed it on my homepage. Yep. Which I am not a fan of pop-ups. I think that they're annoying. You don't you don't do them for your mobile site only right. for yes. desktop site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because mobile can get. I have been to a couple sites where the pop-up was bigger than the whole page. Yeah, and, you, and I couldn't click yeah. the X. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fine. I'm not going to give you right. my money. Um, and it was probably... Mine's pretty easy to like X out of though too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yours is nice and small and it's yeah. not like... It's not invasive. Overwhelming, yeah. Yeah. It's just whenever I go to a site and I'm like trying to read an article about and something and then up. it pops up, I'm like, no, I don't even yeah. care. I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, totally. uh, Which is why you don't want your pop-ups to come up right away. You want at least a good 10 to 30 seconds before it pops up. 10 is what they suggest. Yeah. Uh, which I think 30. is about... I think no. 30 is too long. 30 is probably too long. Yeah. But I think 10, to like 10. Probably. Somewhere around there. I'm usually like... I think I was like mid mid-page or something yeah. whenever it popped up. Um, but no matter how you feel about pop-ups personally, um, they are fantastic. They're a good tool. They're a really great tool, um, especially if they're popping up with something beneficial, something yeah. of value, and not just like... I've done that before where I've, I've put like... Uh, he, uh, 
put your information in to get a uh, day of what to have ready for your photographer, you know, list or whatever. And I had a pretty PDF I made up and yeah. had like a list of all the things that I have my clients have ready for me, my brides have ready for me the day of the wedding. And I had several people sign up. So, nice. uh, you know, uh, giving people uh, good valuable content mm -hmm. um is always helpful yeah and that's a great yeah. way to get people's emails because yes. you know right we don't own our followers on facebook or instagram facebook not. owns them mm -hmm. yeah remember whenever there was that blackout on instagram mm -hmm. everybody last was freaking year out. everyone they was freaking out list. all those instagram models just became normal people and <laughs> for a whole day for a whole day uh but yeah you don't own yeah, your you followers imagine if that happened that would be cool that would be crazy yeah i mean mark zuckerberg could just say oh he could go crazy and you just know be what? like i'm done i'm, I'm done with this y'all yeah. have been making fun of the way that i talk for way too long i've seen those yep, memes. I get it. yeah <laughs> um, but pop-ups are great um they have a two percent uh, conversion rate, which is super high for ads. It doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah, it is actually pretty high. If you have a thousand people visiting your site in a month, that's 20. Yeah. Did you do that math? I did do that math. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're good. I'm going to add one to mine. Um, and, uh, but yeah, pop-ups, they're another good call to action. You want to have some some sort of like use the I also the verbiage have in and... the middle of my website on every page. It also has a little spot that says sign up here to keep like uh, I think it's like to something about my blog. So I don't remember, but cool. <laughs> they can subscribe to my blog is basically what it boils down to. But it's a call to action and it's yeah. on every page. Nice. So yeah. even if they don't sign up on the pop up. Mm hmm. Yeah, because they might be in the middle of reading mm -hmm. your about me, and they're like, "Oh no, just get get out of here." I'll yeah. I might sign up later, and then you remind them later in the middle of your page mm -hmm. after they're finished reading. Yeah, like, uh, oh, you still want to subscribe? Don't mm -hmm. you? Which is why you should have calls to action everywhere. everywhere. Okay. I think that's about I it. That's, that's it. That's about everything for uh, calls to action. We don't have any questions on the Facebook group mm -hmm. right now. Um, if you do have any questions, feel free to ask them in the group um, or on Instagram. We're pretty pretty active on Instagram. Yeah, sure. Stories at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Do you want to talk about what you're loving right now? Hmm. I am uh, finishing up, well, I've restarted the originals so that I can actually finish the okay. originals this time. Nice. It's been a while. So I already, I did Vampire Diaries a long time ago, started the originals, mm. then fell off, and now I'm re-watching it. Nice. I... Yeah, What? what's that thing you were telling me about the other day? Oh, the hunters. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Um, it's on Netflix. It's on no. <sighs> oh, which one is it on? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's right. Prime you did Video. Say, yeah, it's on Amazon. Uh, which I yeah. have all of the things. Why am I, right. I like yeah. all of the things? Yeah. They just take uh, my money. But it's it's good. Uh, Al Pacino. And, Can't beat Al Pacino. And other people. Uh, <laughs> I've recognized I mean, them. There have been, like, just about everyone in the show I've seen in other things. Sure. But I don't, like, I don't know their names. You don't know them, Like, yeah. I know Al Pacino. Right. Um, but 
It's really good. It's about uh, Nazi hunters in the 70s. Which, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, in New York. And it's very interesting. Um, they do, like, flashbacks to uh, Nazi Germany and, like, Auschwitz and stuff. Crazy. That's it's it's intense. pretty it's very it's an intense show so if you cannot handle intensity um i would not suggest it but it is very good i like, would it, I like it yeah okay. oh yeah i think you could handle it okay yeah it's not super super gory okay um, gory it, depending on the context doesn't necessarily bother me it's and it's the, not like suspense thriller someone's out to get you type gotcha. stuff yeah yeah um but it's it's very well done. I like it. I'm a few episodes in right now. Um, still so. watching Magicians, though? I'm still watching Magicians. Have you gone to the Crazy Reynard spot part? Maybe. I don't know. Crazy Reynard spot? Yeah. Probably not. Well, if you've gotten to Reynard's, then I feel like... I mean, when he's introduced... Yes, that was pretty crazy. Right. Okay, I didn't okay. know if there was another crazy. Spot. I mean, there is. Okay, because it's been a couple episodes without him in there. Okay, and uh, Marina's still around. Yep. Who's Marina? The crazy hedge witch who's like. The, yes. The yes. Head hedge witch. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. She's still. She's still around. More crazy. Uh, not for tell. long. Apparently. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, she's still around, so. Yeah. Also, I have a book that I'm loving right now. A book? Yeah, it's an audio book, but oh, okay, still. still, it was written. <laughs> it was written. <laughs> I've listened to it. Um, okay, what is And it? it was really good. Uh, Building Your Story Brand. Oh. Uh, by Donald Miller. Yeah. I've heard it. I have suggested I got that book so, so many long ago. Podcasts. And then I didn't ever read it. And yeah, I need to. It's really good. I heard it's, it. Is. It's very good. Yeah. Actually, my uh, sister Jessica recommended it to me. Nice. Probably like five years ago. And I started to read it and then mm. I didn't. I've finish. heard about it over and over from other yeah, people. Yeah, I see it all the time. Yeah. I hear, like, on podcasts when I was like, hey, what do you, what books do you love? And it's always, always. building your story, Brian. Uh, but really great stuff. I did start stuff. listening to Profit First, but I think oh, yeah. break from that. Yeah, but... that's also, I think I purchased that one on audiobook, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, um, I've got it on Audible, and then I also got, that's the, I, I got the hardback book as well so that mm, I could mm -hmm. actually see the action steps that he wants you to take. Yeah. That would probably be helpful for StoryBrand as well. Yeah. Um, but they do have a website that you can go to. He mentions it in every single chapter, and I have not gone to it yet. Yeah, same um, with Profit First. <laughs> yeah. But you can go there and, like, build your story brand. Oh, okay. And, like, you input different things about your mm. brand and what you're wanting. And that was an interesting... There's a piano over there's there. A, okay, I was going to say, it sounded like a piano, but yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a piano in this place. He's <laughs> um, new. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Sounded old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, building your story brand. Yep. And uh, and okay. hunters. Awesome. That's, that's pretty much what I'm watching right now. Awesome. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Well, um, we will be back here on Facebook recording this live um, next week for our next episode. Um, we are also going to have some guests on the show coming up soon. We are We're very, very excited, excited about that. Yes. Um, also, if you have any suggestions uh, for people that you would like to hear, uh, for that you would like to us hear to talk from. to. Yep. Or subjects that you would like to hear our take on, mm-hmm. feel yep. free to let us know because we've had a couple of those, which has led to some of the people that we're going to be talking to exactly. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess uh, we will see you next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We would love it if you would take just a few seconds and click over to the library on your podcast app. The iTunes app actually would be the one to use and go over to shows, scroll down till you get to our podcast, Light and Dark Photography Podcast, and then scroll to the bottom of that and you can see where it says ratings and reviews. If you wouldn't mind taking just a few seconds to write a little review for us and, you know, maybe hit that five star, um, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening to the Light and Dark podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our Light and Dark photography podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for light and dark photography podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The light and dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.